We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. It's a Monday. Come and get some. Bring the energy. We will, if you will. 301-230-0980. And even if you don't, we're still going to bring the energy. So get used to it here on a Monday morning. We're not talking about the Sags. No, sir. We're not talking about the Zags. No, sir. They're not going to win the NCAA tournament, by the way. If you're going to pick them in March Madness, don't do it. Don't go to bed with no price on your head picking Gonzaga to win the NCAA tournament this year, all you Cinderella lovers out there. Nope, we're going to talk about big money, lots of it, and who has it, who's real, who is it, and of course, the man that is attempting to play villain. This is going to be a great 30 for 30. 30 for 30, the sale of the Washington Commanders. The only problem is they've got no footage of anything, and you really need footage and interviews, and the most important person in this, you'll never get on camera to talk about it. That's, of course, Dan Snyder. What a, what a weekend, Russell. What a weekend. You're, a, you're sitting there like a big silly host on a national show. <laughs> I get in the car, and I'm like, oh, that's my guy on the national radio. Talking about Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Did I make any sense or no? You're consistent in your point about <laughs> Lamar Jackson. You have not wavered. You have not waddled. You have steadfastly stayed on the path. Was I right though? He's it. I mean, he's an injury problem. You. There is. That is an accurate statement. Major concern. Um. So one thing I did not talk about over four, I did get in some Eric Bieniemy stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, towards the end, I appreciate the nice shout out uh, from you. I, I appreciate um, you know we came on the fan locally after the caps uh, after and the caps disaster in Buffalo. By the way, uh, condolences to John Walton yes. and their family on the loss of his oh. brother tragically. Uh, I talked to John and on the Saturday other lives. Yeah, night. so um, I just, you know. Um, I mean, there's nothing you can say in no. a situation like that no. uh, to make it any better. All you can do is ex- extend a hand, give the guy a hug, and yeah. uh, hope that um, whatever Lord you pray to uh, wraps th- those people around. Yep. Um, just a terrible uh, uh, situation. Awful. So, I, I mean, there are. I, I mean, you know, like without getting too deep, like I when I found out about that, um, 
and then did, you know, a little like Google search just to see what was happening. Read, unfortunately, about that flight that cost John his brother and he was the pilot. But then you read like two or two or three other stories of all these smaller planes just within the last couple of days, Mm -hmm. you know, and 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 you're like, did I am I just sleeping on this? Do I not hear about this or does this happen every day? And I guess I guess it happens more frequently than maybe I allow because, you know, certainly big plane crashes you hear about, you know, instantly and, and, and you know, but sometimes you don't like there was one in Little Rock that killed five people um, off a takeoff at an airport that I've been to that were going to help. People had a chemical explosion in near Columbus, Ohio. Yep. It's just, just awful, awful, awful stuff. And I know people die all the time and getting crap and all that. So I don't want to make it too, but it's just, uh, yeah. So our, I, well said, uh, thoughts and prayers, obviously with John, uh, who's been, you know, been good to us. And, you know, uh, I almost went to work with John, uh, back in, I want to say 2015, when he was kind of reimagining and repositioning some things and then some things went wonky and whatever. Uh, so we didn't wind up actually doing it, but John's a, a good guy. And um, uh, obviously I lost my brother a couple of years ago to tragic circumstances uh, and he was way younger than me. I, I don't know if John's brother was younger than him or older than him, but I do know that he had a young family and he, uh, you know, apparently was just doing his job as a medic uh, pilot and, you know, uh, unfortunately, things happen, but also, that, that really um, put a damper. Yeah, on and things. also get well wishes to Johnny Holiday. He's a little under the weather. He's hoping to be back next weekend when Maryland plays uh, Penn State. I was mm-hmm. at the game yesterday. I noticed it, he was not sitting next to Chris Knocky, so, of course, you start to dig a little bit, and uh, he's just a little under the weather, hoping the doctors will let him uh, get back out there uh, next weekend when Maryland plays Penn State. Great win for the Terps yesterday. Maybe, based on the opponent as well, one of its best forty-minute sessions of the season, uh, and still some things they could clean up. They weren't—I didn't think they were perfect yesterday, uh, but that second half against Northwestern, uh, completely different from the first. Maryland did not defend at all in the first half. Their zone got carved up by Northwestern. Second half, the press uh, really caused a lot of turnovers. Both teams only had two turnovers in the first half. It was mm-hmm. amazing, good basketball to watch. My son and I were watching it, and then um, second half, Maryland just made shot after shot. They had more threes than they had twos, pretty much right till the end. And if Don Carey shoots the ball like that, Maryland's tough. Uh, it's plain and simple. Last four games, he's uh, – in fact, five games, he's had more than one three-pointer made. They've won them all. And in four of those games, they've scored 80 points. Mm. So he makes a huge difference for them. You heard, of course, right here on the team, 980. Dan Snyder is still allegedly taking bids. If, if you Again, Chris, I mean, I've talked to several people – we just can't get to the $5 billion, $6 billion range. We're a little short. But a new name surfaced uh, in recent reports here over the last couple of days. Tillman Fertitta, of course, owns the Houston Rockets and is a big silly in the city of Houston, a tremendous uh, donor to the University of Houston. He's engaged there so much money uh, in that uh, area that, you know, he's a guy that's got plenty of cash. He's a guy that clearly has been able to get to, you know, the mid-fives here in terms of the bidding, for if you trust some of the figures uh, that have just come out. 
So at least there's a another shooter here uh, in this to provide a little bit of competition, a little bit of oomph mm-hmm. to the proceedings. Because the the critical thing right now is whatever this, whatever the accurate is or the non-accurate in the Bezos involvement, and whether Dan will allow him or sell to him. I guess anybody can put together a bid. The question is whether they will accept it. And at what point, because I think the league has Dan leveraged a little bit mm-hmm. because of the Mary Jo White investigation, because of the money that he borrowed from them to buy out his uh, former uh, minority owners. And at what point does somebody in the league office and their lawyers and their higher-ups go start leveraging on Dan? Hey, Bezos has got the money. Mm-hmm. You need to let him be a part of the process, and we need to move this along here. Yeah, well, because here's the deal. In a nutshell, Dan cannot sell to anyone. Dan can sell to anyone. But the NFL has to approve it. Yeah. I mean, the NFL's voting process isn't just about eradicating Dan isn't just eliminating Dan by three quarters vote. It's they have to approve Mm -hmm. the transaction. They have to vote on the new owner. But important to note, this is not one of those situations where highest bid wins. This is the Dan still reserves the right to accept what bid he would like to, uh, he would take in this situation. Correct, but they don't have to approve it, right? Yeah, but it, I mean, if it looks Meaning if, 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 they, if, Josh if he Harris takes Tillman Fertitta. Fertitta. Fertitta? Yeah, for Tillman Fertitta. Fertitta. <laughs> yeah. What, what did I say? Fertitta? Yeah. Is that the you're, food? You're, you're kind of like, I knew yeah. I was going to do That's that. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm, if I'm he just ever comes warning. on the show, just don't let me <laughs> intro him. I just want, I'm just warning you. I'll I'm intro gonna... him and do all the resets, so I... all you have to do is say, Mr. Moneybags. Mr. New Owner. I'm just telling you, I'm going to say Furtada a lot. I just I I've been struggling with this tea. all weekend. T for Tita. T just think T like yeah. Mrs. Snyder. Yeah. T. There you go. Okay. So here here's the thing though, if Furtida mm-hmm. right only say he's reported to have only bid like five point six billion. Okay. Dan can accept that. You're right, and and everyone that's pointing this out is right that Dan can accept that and can deny Jeff Bezos books um, the right to, I guess, bid officially, certainly to accept his bid. But then I then you have to strongly wonder, strongly wonder, how what does the NFL then say if the if Jeff Bezos says? Whoa, 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 wait a second. I hired Allen and Company. You guys want me. I spent uh, billions of dollars on Thursday Night Football. I'm willing to pay $7 billion mm-hmm. for the commanders. And he makes that known and certainly has enough juice with Roger Goodell and Bob Kraft and maybe even Jerry Jones and. Uh, 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 who's the Rams owner? Stan Kroenke, uh, Stan Kroenke, and and others. The Maris people that hate Dan Snyder even more than anyone else. I mean, the Maris can't stand Dan. Jeffrey Lurie, from what I understand, can't stand Dan. 
Okay, if he makes it known to those people that he was worth hell, scratch the seven billion. If he was willing to pay six point five, but Dan wouldn't let him bid. Dan wouldn't accept the bid. Dan wouldn't let him look at the numbers, and he accepts a five point six, a five point seven dollar bid, a million dollar bid from uh, Tillman for Tita. Atta boy. <clears throat> We're going to put a sign up right in front of you. See this little white piece of paper right here? We're going to write Tillman Fertitta on it if he Fertitta. ends up with the team. How about Fertitta Fertata? You <sighs> do Fertitta. I say Fertata. Anyway. By the he, way, by the way, does that make sense? Yes, but you mentioned something uh, a moment ago, and yeah. Kevin Kevin talked about it toward the end of his show. Kevin, tremendous interview, uh, 8 o'clock hour, talking about this. Um, you know, go back on the podcast and or – uh, hit rewind on right, Odyssey. the guy from the New York Post, mm-hmm. Josh uh, Cosman. Cosman, yeah. But here's the thing, and, and I and I thought I thought this was such a cogent point that we we don't really think about. You're not buying. People people assume, and and Kevin talked about this, and in terms of accuracy and market size, it's correct. Washington market's bigger than Denver market. Yes. Okay. But are the receipts right now for the Washington market anywhere close to the receipts of the Denver market? And here's why, okay? The Broncos brand, still incredibly strong. Absolutely. Okay? Won a Super Bowl six years ago. Okay, still an incredibly strong brand in the National Football League. Correct. What the hell is this brand right now? Horse. You're not buying the Washington Redskins and all of those years of... History all the way back to 1932 when they started in Boston. Okay, you're not buying that. You're buying in what many what many investors and what many business people <laughs> compare to a startup. Yeah, this is like a startup. It's almost like you're starting over from scratch because the market has been depleted so badly. Yeah, that you're starting over. So the receipts, the receipts, even right now compared to. Five years ago, six years ago, pre-pandemic, not even close, not even close. So if you're somebody that inspects the books, there's no chance you're going to value this franchise Mm -hmm. at six and a half or seven billion dollars. What you're doing is you're gambling. Okay, it's like a six and a half or seven billion dollar wager that you're going to be able to turn that franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be like people yesterday on FanDuel and BetMGM wagering that they would cash in your Marcus Rashford bet that they took off the board because Rashford's shot deflected briefly off a defender and into the net. Hockey, that's a goal for the shooter. Soccer, technically, it's an own goal. But FanDuel, after so many complaints from people, said, hey, we're about customer service. We're going to pay off the Marcus Rashford tally. What's one of the biggest complaints around here? Customer service. Mm-hmm. What's one of the reasons why people don't show up at the games? Customer service. Bad it's experience. been an underserved. I, and I wouldn't even say that, Chris. I wouldn't even. Say, I think the people that work over there, especially since Jason and them have taken over, mm-hmm. I do believe they go out of their way to try and greet you. I mean, even the safe people when you walk in, all right, the people with the yellow and black jackets, the security people, we've been over there, mm-hmm. they are welcoming you. They are saying, welcome to, glad to have you here today. 
Because I think Jason Wright has made it known from the top all the way down to the the smallest levels, anybody in that building, we want you to greet people in a positive way. We want people to have as positive experience here as possible because of the bad taste in a lot of people's mouths about coming back to the mm. stadium. So, but you go look at the receipts, Chris. When somebody examines the books, and this is why the NFL owners, because of the revenue sharing in different categories here, that's why the NFL owners want to get on with the business of football in Washington because those receipts are underperforming so badly right now for this market. It's almost like you're taking over a startup because you're having to work with Jason and or the people you bring in to rebuild this thing from the ground up. Mm-hmm. That, my friend, is very hard to do. Very hard to do at the NFL level. You can do it if your football team starts winning football games again. That would help. That speeds the process along. Yeah. But that's a risk in itself, too, because you you can't you don't know your team's going to go out there in 17 games, win right. 12 of them, right. and all of a sudden there's going to be a renaissance of the fandom in this city for people going back to the games and showing up in droves and then rebuilding those receipts back up to a more NFL-like level. Right. And I think those are some really good points. I mean, we've talked often, when I first joined the beat, 2009, and this extended certainly long past that, into 2011 at least, before they started taking chunks and craters of the stadium away, they I mean, they were averaging 90,000 people. 90,000 people. Not this past year, meaning 2022 and 2021, yes, off of a uh, rebound from, from COVID where there was no fans, but coming off of a division title, albeit a watered-down one, but with lots of excitement and hope and anticipation, they averaged 51 and change. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 40,000. So then well, and, and then you then you factor that in along with still needing a new stadium, along with along with what you talked about, the brand and the marketing and what experts in the field have said that it's Again, not buying essentially. You're buying an iconic franchise that a lot of its history is covered in in darkness or controversy. Let's put it that way. So you're buying an iconic franchise with the thought of, hey, this is the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Dallas Cowboys, um, Something like that. The Chicago Bears. Without getting all of the benefits of the legendary history, because as you said, a lot of that has been either covered up or washed away because of the name change, the logo change, the controversies, Dan ruining everything, uh, so on and so forth. So when you combine all of that, along with the fact that this team hasn't won in a long time, consistently you get a product that at the very minimum at the very minimum is watered down at the very minimum is watered down so when we think back and again when Dan and his people lied flat out lied and Forbes lapped it up like a thirsty dog oh my god offers well north of seven billion Mm, really? 
<laughs> Where are those offers there, Dandy Dan? Dodger Dan? Maybe they're off in the South Pacific somewhere on Lady S. Is that where it's at right now? I don't know. I, I could probably see, not. I could see D and T. Dan, look. I mean, we Just know Dan, Dan. Dan Snyder's Yacht Tracker has, like, Take. the planes in London. One plane yeah. came over the weekend back home. I think it was Tanya's plane, and one plane is still in London. But well, I don't know she where, came the, home where to the see cruise Jerry, ship is. Who's a uh, hardworking football player at yeah. Appalachian State. Yeah. Great program. Um, but... Do they have to take his and her, like if they come back from London to see Jerry or anybody else, you know, Dan's sister for dinner on Sunday for little Sunday gravy, right? Do they have to like fly his and her planes back from London or can they go on the same plane? I mean, why wouldn't you want to go? If, if you're Dan, you're, your wife wa- is incredibly attractive. Yeah, why just, wouldn't you I'm want to be on the same plane with her? I, I agree. I mean, I'm just wondering. Like, I mean, that, you know, that, I, I, I would want to stay as close to my wife as, as humanly possible uh, in that situation. I mean, I'm just wondering. Um, I, you know, I, you know, I don't know. But, I mean, seriously, I mean, you are, you are investing. You are gambling that you can turn this franchise into something great again. And, again, you're also... The, the other bigger thing right now is cost. You know, it, it costs a fortune to go to pro sporting events. There's no other way around it. Um, even the concessions at minor league ballparks, everybody used to brag about, oh, the minor league experience is so good. Go check the prices at a minor league game now, okay? It ain't so good. Yeah. All right? It's just like everywhere else in pro sports. You know, when we charge, like yesterday, I have to, I, I got to give Maryland credit. You know, Cody and I went to the Maryland Northwestern game yesterday, and we actually got a large soda and a bottle of water for under ten dollars. I was like, "This is a victory for us." I mean, that's not bad. You know, that's, that's a bad. victory for us. Appreciate that, Maryland. Yeah. Love you, Terps. Okay, because a large soda at any other venue would probably cost, like, not for the souvenir cup, at least seven dollars. Right? I mean, it was just. It was. It was. It was. We had a good time. We had a good times. Great environment over there yesterday. That's what you want, and it was at one point. Football in this town was a great thing, okay? I mean, even the other night, you had a little over 12,000 people making Audi Field sounded like it was 40,000, you know, with that type of environment mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they were into it. They were into the game. Passion. Passion, okay? That's the way it used to be around here. But now, if you buy this team, you buy this team, you have to set prices that allow you to start making your money back. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you're going to start making money back just off the TV money and things of that nature automatically. Mm-hmm. But the fact remains is, when you examine the receipts of this team right now, everybody that's bidding on it has a hard time justifying getting north of six six $6.5 million mm-hmm. for what is a 100% gamble. This isn't buying. Like you said, you're not buying the Giants. You're not buying the Bears. You're not buying the Packers. You're not buying an iconic brand. The iconic part of this brand has been left behind. Yeah. It's been left behind. And that's where these investors are having a hard time because they're making a financially prudent decision. Now, I, I will just add this, and then we've got to take a break, and we'll come back. I mean, we talk about all this, Tillman, Fertitta, uh, Todd Harris, all 
Jeff Bezos, what have you, and and I mean it's as the stomach turns in some ways. Then there's the other alternative, which is can somehow, as AJ Perez is basically pointing out this morning, and I know we've talked about this and we've been mentioning this for two weeks. Growing concern among NFL owners that Dan Snyder could choose to keep the team and force their hand. Like, that's ultimately the worst-case scenario because there's no confidence and no faith that other NFL owners, as frustrated as they are and as fed up as they are and as tired as they are, would have the actual balls to do that. So... That's the other component of this. It's not just about, hey, is Dan denying Bezos? Is, is Fertitta going to come up with the money? Is Todd Harris? Is it Todd Harris? Josh Harris. Josh Harris. Todd Harris, TV guy. God <laughs> dang. Uh, Josh Harris hasn't apparently actually made a bid yet, according to the Post and, and the guy that Kevin had on. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. But he's he's toured the facilities right, though. Right. But but the actual worst case scenario, again, is something that we mentioned two weeks ago. What if Dan decides, you know what? I was messing with you people all along. I was just trying to buy time. I was just trying they can't meet my price. You can't force me to sell for what I perceive, what Bank of America has advised me under my payment to them mm-hmm. as well undervalued. You can't do that. You can't force me. And then the NFL has to go, yeah, you're right, Dan. Yeah, but the, and the or ultimate question. They can go, oh, yeah, we can, right. Dan. And as we go to the break, the ultimate question is, what is the value of I mean, this franchise? Is it like taking over an ex, you know, a, a, a brand new expansion team? It's essentially what it is for these new bidders. At least on the surface, agree or disagree. 301-230-0980. What if Dan doesn't exit? Or at least exit gracefully? And what does the Mary Joe White investigation leverage really have? We'll tell you how it can help Dan and how it can hurt Dan when we return. 301-230-0980. Right here on the Team 980. Russell and Medhurst live 9 to noon. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. It's a Motown Monday, and it is another Monday where we continue to find, and I'm almost to the point, believe it or not, and I'm sure you are too, just bring bring us the information when we're consummating a sale. 
at some point because all of the misinformation and you know stuff that doesn't check out gets frustrating i know because you're you're anticipating you're anticipating a sale of this franchise where we have the parade down constitution avenue celebrating it but i truly believe that the person that is selling the franchise understands that whoever buys it is going to be thought of as a conquering hero and i don't think he wants them to have that moment i truly believe that Oh, I, I Dan absolutely knows, agree. Dan that. knows that person's going to be a conquering hero. Yeah, and you here, mentioned a, you mentioned a parade down Constitution and all that. I mean, I know we're already planning stuff. I mean, I, you know, could, I don't want to get, I don't want to go too far, but we're already care. planning. We stuff. We could have it down Bright Seat Road. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, two o two, whatever. It, here, here's my question. I just, I, I was just having a conversation with CK and and you know in in the in his office. You know, and I've been trying to think about this all weekend, so I'll throw it out to you. Is Dan, if his objective is to hold off the NFL as long as possible, along with not selling to Bezos, again, the combination of not selling to Bezos and not giving him that platform that you were just kind of talking about, and holding on onto his team slash holding off the NFL as long as possible, he's much better off not agreeing to sell the team to Tillman Fertitta or to Josh Harris or to anyone with a pulse. He's much better off doing that as opposed to then entering an agreement to sell to one of those guys just so that you don't sell it to Bezos. And here's why. Once you, say, agree to a deal, let's just call it $5.7 billion for Tillman Fertitta to -hmm. buy the team, okay? Then the process of the NFL's process of verifying the ownership and the bid and the process and whatever goes into full swing so that they can ready the ownership group for voting, presumably at the end of March, and if not by special proxy vote, or in the quarterly meetings in May. But if there is no reported agreement, if there is no, never mind reported agreement, if there is no tentative agreement, if there is no, like, handshake, like, we're going to make this work and pursue all the legalities and whatever between Dan and somebody else, then the NFL can't say... Wait a second, Dan. Hold on. You took a billion dollars less or half a billion dollars less or three quarters. You can't say that. Dan can just sit there and say, look, that's not the price I want. But as soon as you enter into an agreement with Tillman Fertitta or Josh Harris or Pete Medhurst, then the clock starts running on Dan getting that deal approved and therefore ending his ownership. And, yes, getting his money, but ending his ownership. If his end game is not only to make sure um, uh, Jeff Bezos doesn't get it, but also to hold off the NFL, to stave them off, to stave off elimination, then he can't enter an agreement. So now you get stories from A.J. Perez, a front office sports, who's been dialed into this, and others... That's a whoa, whoa, wait a second. There's growing concern among NFL ownership that he's not going to sell the team. 
they they've got to be thinking exactly that way is what is Dan's end game here what is Dan trying to do why would he be cutting off the guy that we want as an a new partner the guy that would clearly be able to pay the most what is he trying to do is he actually trying to sell the team or is he just trying to hold off and stave off elimination i think there's a, i think there's a part of him that still is reluctant to release this franchise because you know there's a there is something that you're one of 32 people in the world dude okay there's only 32 NFL franchises right you own one of them i tell you all the time there's 131 division 1 college football teams i'm the voice of 100 it, yeah. one of the 131 yeah. there is an exclusivity in the, wor- in the world yes there is an exclusivity to NFL ownership that after living it the way he has for 20 years plus, I could understand where he is now, you know, very reluctant and disappointed to walk away from that. Sure. Okay. And that that would, I mean, I would be, I would be, I would be very reluctant in, in all ways because you, all you're doing is printing money, even though he's in debt still and he's paying back uh, the loan. I thought Kevin brought up a great point during his show could the league forgive some of that loan debt to mm-hmm. a new owner who would inherit that mm-hmm. or you know at least lower the um you know the debt ratio the debt ceiling the debt whatever. ceiling everything from picking up this team so i mean i'm i think the league could absolutely i mean and sound like that josh uh, uh guy from the josh Roseman. i'm sorry uh yeah Sa- kind of sounded like yeah that is a, a po- and i didn't think about that angle but I mean, if the NFL, I think the or, NFL well, is Well, let desperate. me ask you this then: if, if, under that scenario, is that the NFL's, if you will, dangling carrot to say, "Listen, buddy, you sell to the guy we want you to sell to, possibly, or that we sure. prefer to, will forgive because half, they could quarter seventy five percent, whatever, absolutely, because they could, uh, they could make life easier on Dan." They hold the trump cards on making life easier on Dan. Right. Well, they hold the trump cards on everything. Like, everybody keeps running around saying, no, no, Dan doesn't have to sell to Bezos. Dan can do whatever he wants. Dan can sell to whoever he wants. Yes, to a degree. But it's got to be approved by the ownership. Mm -hmm. And it's not just when people say vote. Like, I heard this over the weekend. Well, you know, if Dan doesn't sell to Bezos and he sells to the lowest bidder just out of spite, he can do that. There's nothing stopping him. But then they would have to vote him out. Well, no, 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 no. There's actually another step besides voting him out. It's not allowing that that transaction, transaction. to go through. But, but look, I mean, and Dan has allegedly said he wants to, I don't want to say break the record is the right term, but sell his franchise for the highest number. Right. Okay. Which he'll do anyway, right? Right. If they get anywhere in the fives, that's more than the Broncos right. sale. Right. Okay. So now, it'll be topped by the Seahawks, presumably, but... At, yeah, but that's uh, right. a couple years from right. now, right? But it's like everything. I mean, just like contracts yeah, sure. go up, you know. Sure. Then there's the Mary Joe White investigation. Yeah. Okay. Now, the, if they here's the here's where it helps Dan. Here's where it hurts Dan. If they don't have anything in that investigation mm-hmm. of quote smoking gun mm-hmm. type or significance, strong significance, right. that helps Dan. Sure. Okay, now 
if at some point the NFL wants to play its cards and say, look, Dan, here's what we have. You're going to sell. You're going to sell now. They may have that in their pocket as well. But they are, I'm telling you, there's no chance this lady hasn't completed talking to people based on the access I'm sure she's had to the previous investigation and freshening up some conversations with some of the same folks. Okay. The other thing you had to look into now that I think missed the Beth Wilkinson investigation in terms of depth was the, the, uh, ticket withholding yes um so i'm sure mary joe white has talked to the few people that were involved working in the ticket office and working in the financials okay it doesn't take a long time to talk to 10 or 15 people that's the big smoking gun if there is if there is one so in other words and the the fact that the eastern district of virginia is still and the feds are still involved in this and just recently according to aj request subpoenaed Records, mm-hmm. right, just recently. So either either they have something and they're waiting to pull it out here mm-hmm. at the 11th hour and say, Dan, hey, here's who you're going you're gonna to sell to one of these couple of people mm-hmm. and you're going to do it now or we're going to unleash this. Yeah. Okay? Or because they don't have anything in that investigation, that's why they continue to slow play the release of any results from that investigation right now. It's possible that they don't have anything of real, real substance meat and meat on the bone, yeah. substance, what have yeah. you. But that Other the, en- the I NFL mean, she may pe- have only the same thing that we know of where right. someone is accused Dan yes, of doing yes, this. Yes. But that yeah, I mean, listen. We don't have I mean, a paper trail. We, we know don't she's have, got access you know, to Jason Friedman and you know sure, sure. and, and no I question. mean whatever what whatever stuff it, Congress it turned take, over. It didn't take long. Right. It didn't take long for her to, but to I get don't, that information. I don't think they need Mary Jo White. I think they simply need look, Dan, the options are this, buddy. Okay. Either we're Either we put you up to vote and we could possibly vote your ass out. And I don't know if they voted his ass out, how exactly he gets the money. I don't know how that process works. Um, Meaning if they vote him out by more than 75% and strip away the team, does he then get the money when they sell the team to a new owner? Yeah, I mean, he it's still his franchise. I, I would assume, right. It, all that does is say... It just gets him out of the league. Is you've got to go. Right. He's still the owner of the franchise. Okay. He's still going to get the cash. So they can they can do that, which would be a disgrace because that would be the first time any, any owner in the NFL would be actually voted out. Jerry Richardson was greased, pushed out, what have you. But, they and never Eddie took DeBartolo, an official vote. Same thing, but they never took a vote. Right. So that would be one thing. Or they could say, look, Dan, listen, buddy, pal, Dandy Dan, we don't want to do this to you. We could. We don't want to do this to you. I know you hate Jeff Bezos. I know you think the Washington Post is out to get you, was out to get you, brought you down to your knees. In reality, you can think whatever you want to think. But here's the deal. He's offering $500 million more than anyone else and maybe more. We're going to give you a 50% discount on your debt ceiling. You have to sell to the guy we want you to sell with so that, A, we don't vote you out. B, we don't have to vote down an agreed-to transaction between you and someone else for way less than Bezos is willing to pay. And, And 
with the Mary Jo White thing, we don't have to re- we don't have to like uh, you know release the hounds, if you will, on that. So so I, I guess what I'm saying is. Like, Dan is not the only one here manipulating behind the scenes. And and clearly, Dan is trying to manipulate anyone and everyone. The NFL and Roger Goodell and its owners are way, 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 way more arrogant, way more pig-headed, and way more powerful than just Dan by himself. So I truly believe they are working behind the scenes to say, listen, Ben, you can't sell to Tillman Fertitta for $5.5 billion if Jeff Bezos is willing. We, we, we know Jeff Bezos has the money. We know Jeff Bezos is willing to pay you six point five. You have to sell to him whether you want to or not because we're not going to approve a transaction worth a billion dollars less. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. So don't even try it. So And, and, and then if, if we're not going to do that and you're not going to do that, well, then if your goal is to hang on to the team and – well, then you will be forced to do something else that you don't want us to do. So, again, I like I, I have a hard time seeing how the NFL still doesn't have the ultimate trump card here, the ultimate leverage over Dan. Still their league, still their boys club. They welcome in who they want and get out the people they want. It's a rare step to do that. But clearly, if they have to, they'll likely do that in this case. 301-230-0980. We'll get to some of your calls next. Still plenty to talk about here on the show, including the first of what we hope will not be many occasions where baseball's final out never had a pitch thrown. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst. He's got to look at what's trending. Here's what's trending on the Team 980. All right, as we've been talking about for the first 45 minutes or so of the show, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos isn't out of the running for the Washington Commanders, according to A.J. Perez and front office sports. However, Perez notes in his latest, there is, again, growing concern among NFL owners that Dan Snyder could choose to keep the team. Over the weekend, we found out that Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets and Landry Restaurants, uh, has made a bid for around $5.5 billion. Uh, and there's more stories uh, along the way as we've been discussing. If you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind. We'll be taking your calls shortly right here. Russell and Nedhurst, Team 980. Meanwhile, the Milwaukee Bucks and their co-owner, Mark Lazary, has reached a deal to sell his stake in the Bucks to the Cleveland Browns ownership group of Jimmy and D. Haslam for a $3.5 billion valuation, according to Shams Charania. NFL Combine beginning this week. And according to Ian Rappaport, Will Levis of Kentucky will indeed throw this week, joining C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. And that will happen on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And that's what's trending. cloud from over top of it because the fans don't trust ownership anymore and unfortunately between that and all the losing through the years fan base is still there i think people are still rooting for the team 
but whether they're actually investing in the team is a completely different topic. 301-230-0980. We go to a man who lives right in the shadows of beautiful FedEx Field. Our man Mark and Landover here. Beautiful? I said beautiful. Wow. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just tough I mean, to get in and out. Beautiful. Well, What's wrong with a suite? We, we broadcast no, the show no, from a suite. Yeah, not, it was everybody, nice. not everybody broadcasts from a suite. Okay. I'm just saying. It was nice. I mean, you were at the Giants game on Sunday night. You were hanging out in the club seats with the big sillies. No, I wasn't. I was sitting in the stands with the rest of the people. I thought you had club tickets. No. I thought you got I was upgraded. In the end zone. I thought you got upgraded to no, like club uh, Well, I went from 404 down to the 200s. Okay, but you I didn't. Had, go, I didn't go to the club. I was in. The, I was in the end zone. You were just in the crowd. You didn't have club access. No. Oh, I thought you did. No. Okay, but it was. Was it a pleasurable experience? Uh, hey, no, because we had exactly. a we had a jackass Commanders fan who wouldn't stop yelling at these people, and right. everybody in the whole section wanted right. to kick his ass before the before halftime. Right. But there was. I mean, there's a lot of other issues besides just getting in and out of there. I mean, I mean, I had no problem getting in and out. Okay, but I'm just saying, there's a lot of other issues besides Damn. just that. See, I'm I'm selfish because the stadium is 20 minutes from where I live. So I, selfishly, I want it to stay there. I know that's not realistic, but it's I'm possible. just saying it's possible. They own the land. They do. They could build something big and they silly do. there. They do. Maybe the dome. Maybe Mark and Landover Hills would build it. Mark. You want them to build a new big dome right around the corner from your house? Sure, why not, Pete? They've already screwed up the area totally. They don't care about us, buddy. You should know that. I know. Nobody nobody ever does when they build a new stadium. What's well, up, man? I told Matt, Pete, I was going to sing a ditty for the rooster, but I'll hold off on that. But, Pete, I could not agree with you more about what you said about Snidely and what he's done with this team and your analyses is totally spot on. And, man, I get a picture in my mind of the tidy bowl man in his dinghy in the bottom of a commode with this water swirling. His cap's already been knocked off. And, of course, he represents the franchise. And he's holding a lifeline in one hand wrapped around his wrist. And his other hand is on the gunner wheels, and he's trying to save the dinghy. His feet are tucked in the front seat. And the lifeline goes up, and there's a big alligator holding it, standing on the rim with his pals. And standing beside them, two scale, is Snidely wearing a derby and a Speedo, and T wearing a bikini, and he's holding a bullwhip. Anybody that thinks it's different than what you said, man, isn't paying attention, and that's why those bidders and all those bidders backed out, Pete. You guys are 100% correct. It's terrible. Well, if in. Mark, appreciate the phone call and the creativity of your scenario there. Some some pretty interesting <laughs> visuals there, Mark. I mean, look, Dan's got a yacht, and I know where he can get some great rafts and everything to you know pull, uh, you know, pull, pull himself and uh, have fun in the water and everything like that. Uh, if he if he wants them, maybe he could spare throw. Time. Maybe he could throw a lifeline to Mary Joe. But I mean, it's just it, again screaming it's, around in her canoe in the Mediterranean. It, it's the Damn. same thing, though. I mean, he will you talk to me? The the franchise value, where it is right now, and, and again, as I said, and, I, and and whenever whenever the final chapter is written, 
and signatures are on paper, transactions are made. The fact that Dan spent money on the franchise, to me, is still, and it, and the fact that he spent the money and still was mediocre, still had such poor results, is going to be one of the greatest mysteries to me of all time. Because nine times out of ten, when a franchise fails, it's because they don't want to spend any money. Look at all the baseball teams that suck. What's the main reason why they suck? They wouldn't spend any freaking money. Okay? The Kansas City Royals won't spend any money. They bring up young players. They play good for a couple years. They made a run in 14 and 15. I think it was 15 or 13 15. and 14 back-to-back yeah. back World okay. Series. Because they, they beat the Orioles one right. year, ironically <laughs> enough. Okay? During that time when Buck Showalter was managing the Orioles. Mm-hmm. And as soon as those young players get... It's, uh, as soon as it's time to cash in, what happens? Boom. They don't sign them. They end up somewhere else. You end up trading them, and and they end up being stars uh, for other clubs. But in this case, Dan would spend money if his general manager said, we should go sign this player for this amount of money. Hell, we'll, we'll make sure they don't sign with anybody else. We'll pay them extra money. Mm-hmm. We'll give them more money. That's the thing that will always frustrate me as a Washington fan from the time I came out of the womb in 1970, is we spent the money. We were willing to give everybody and anybody money to come here. You're like the San Diego Padres. They they wouldn't come here. You know? Well, that, would, but that's, the, that's just the problem. Spending money does not guarantee anything. It doesn't, I know. You still got to go out and play. And when you spend money on people that are past their prime as opposed to in their prime, they're big names, but they don't have big games anymore. That was a problem. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10 is next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.